and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's podcast for your face. My name is Amy Clark. I'm the resident beauty writer here at Mamma Mia and today I'm rummaging through an interesting person's beauty bag. Before we get into it, you can get in touch with us if you have a question or you just want to talk about beauty products. You can jump in our You Beauty Facebook group or go old school and leave us a message on our pod phone. The number is 02-899-9386. My guest today is Dr. Michelle Squire. Now, Michelle is a PhD qualified scientist, a science educator, and a former registered nurse who has been researching skincare science for more than 17 years. She noticed a gap in the market, so using her scientific background, she founded Curate, which is a personalized skincare service for people who really are overwhelmed with the skincare industry, don't know what what to put on their face, and just want to look after the skin with the products that they need. So, Michelle, is a wealth of knowledge. We spoke about what you actually need in a skincare routine, as well as Michelle's personal favourite products. So I hope you learned something from this week. Dr. Michelle, welcome to You Beauty. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Now, for those that might not know you and the reason why I'm referring to you as Dr. Michelle, so you are the founder of Curate. So talk to me about how Curate came about and how you started getting into the business of you know, helping people figure out, you know, what out of the thousand million products on the shelf they're meant to spend their money on. Okay, sure. So about 18 years ago now, I finished a career as a registered nurse and working in um, hospital administration, hospital management, and decided to go back to uni to study science. I'd always had an interest in skincare. So I started to use the scientific method that I was learning about and applying that to the study of skincare. So then I ended up becoming a research scientist and doing my PhD and continuing that process. You know, having access to the journal articles, being able to understand the language of science is really important versus a consumer's understanding of how science works. So I just then started really building that body of knowledge and interacting with different people in the industry, so beauty experts and aesthetic physicians and plastic surgeons and dermatologists and all of those kind of people and keeping abreast of the trends too at that time. Twelve months ago, I just decided there was so much misinformation and so much noise around choice in the beauty environment that I just felt the time was right for me to stop a career as an academic and move this into my full-time job. And so I gave birth to Curate (laughs) one night in the shower, like (laughs) all good businesses. Good water birth. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and the rest is history, as they say. So my market specifically is women aged 40 plus. I really do want to focus on that 40 plus female age group because even though mature skin isn't actually a skin type, Mature women have issues with their skin that go hand in hand with ageing. So the physiology of the skin changes with ageing in men and women. The issue with women is that they have the hormonal Mm. influence as well. And those hormones start to, estrogen I'm talking about, it starts to decrease before menopause, but it really speeds up and hence the skin changes and the changes in the dermal layer in particular, really start to change around menopause and speed up. So in the five years post-menopause, women can lose 30% of the collagen in their skin. 
the other thing too is that women in their 50s are actually the biggest spenders in multi-brand beauty retailers worldwide. I want to ask, what are like the key things that women in your demo that over 40 like need to know about skincare? Sure. The first thing they need to know is the basics of a good routine. And a lot of what we see and hear in the press is about buzzy performance ingredients and products, you know, vitamin A, vitamin C, Bacuchiol, blah, 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 you know, you name it. Every week it's different. It's a different thing. The thing that's really super important for older women is cleansing properly and moisturising properly because those two things will keep your skin barrier healthy. Everything that goes in between is really a grab bag of whatever your skin needs at different times. I feel like the way you've described it now is just such an easy way to visualise because, like you said, all those bits in the middle. That's where the confusion is. Very confusing. Mm. And also, you know, you don't always need all the things all the time. You really do not (laughs) need. You heard it here, ladies. No. (laughs) You really do not need a spreadsheet of products on rotation for your skin. I mean, regardless of age, shove a whole bunch of things on your face and I guarantee you shit's going to go down. Shit is going to go down <laughs> and it does. And you don't know. The other issue is trying to tease out which, yeah, who part, done it? <laughs> which part the shit was. You're in trouble. Okay. You don't know what's going on. So one thing at a time. And you know what? Leave it for a couple of weeks. Change one thing. Leave it for two weeks. Make sure it's going to be okay. Then add something else. Now, we're going to get on to some products. All right. Because we've got to give the people what they want. Let's give the people what they want. Now, so. these are my <laughs> products. Ones that you love and ones that you often might recommend, I guess, is kind mm, of. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's so many, right? But we can't talk about them all. So yes, no. let's start with the, you know, one of those foundation products that you mentioned is really important for routine. Your favourite cleanser, and I bloody love this, and I've been using it since we met and you got me onto it. Oh, yeah. The CeraVe cleansers. So you love the hydrating cleanser, but you also enjoy the foaming one too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me about like what makes these chemist brand cleansers so good. Okay. So the thing is a lot of people believe that you have to spend a lot of money on skincare. That's just wrong for a start. There's really amazing skincare at really accessible price points. And there's also really amazing skincare at really inaccessible price points. And this issue of medical grade skincare, that's a complete furphy. That's a complete marketing ploy. There is nothing different to the types of skincare that you can get, say, in a, in a beauty salon than you can get over the counter. It's about understanding what's in that skincare and whether it works for you. So for that reason, CeraVe cleansers are the bomb.com. They're very respectful to the skin barrier, so they remove the oily stuff that we want to remove from the surface of the skin. They don't pull the oily bits out from between the skin cells, and they're just, you know, like they come in a litre pump pack everything you you want from a good employee, right? right? They come in, (laughs) they're respectful of everyone, they're always there. (laughs) They never run out, they never leave you and they don't cost much. Yay. I'm actually going to switch things up now and ask if you just tell me the products that you're using in your routine rather than me asking about each one. Each one. And only because my producer, she's given me the brows. She's given you the eye. Okay. Come here along. All right. Tell me what you're putting on your face. All right. So currently I do the beautiful cleanse. Then you want to hit your antioxidants. So for me, I think the SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic 
is thebomb.com for a range of different reasons. One, because it acts as an antioxidant, so soaking up or quenching the free radicals that are formed from any UV exposure during the day. It can help with the appearance of fine lines and pigmentation as well. I won't go into the science of that. That's another <laughs> session on another day. <laughs> they can slide into your DMs. Or, slide you know, into my DMs. Ask, come for a consult. Ask away. Ask away. <laughs> so then for older skin and myself included, I like a good old whack of niacinamide in there. So I like the Paula's Choice 10%, just kind of slapped on top. It regulates sebum production, which can help if you've got a bit of porridge happening, but it also increases the skin's own synthesis of ceramides, which are those some of those fatty things between the cells of your skin barrier. So it's a lovely all-purpose ingredient to whack in there. And then you can either do a moisturiser or you can go straight in with your sunscreen. 50 plus, make sure you're using enough of it. I use a variety of sunscreens. I guess my all-time favourite sunscreen is the La Roche-Posay Antelios Ultra Light. I'm currently loving new one on the scene. It's called Mesoaesthetic, so it's a Spanish brand. They have a range of sunscreens that have just been TGA registered in Australia, and they have one in particular that's called Milan 130. It's got a slight invisibility tint, not tint tint, and it's just so cosmetically elegant. It's beautiful. It's very, very easy to get a quarter of a teaspoon on your face, which is how much you need to be wearing. So what are we doing at night? Night, we do the cleanse. We hit up the CeraVe in the shower. We go to town. Double cleansing, not necessary. <laughs> you heard it here first. If you love it, do it. You don't need it. Then that's when you want to go in with your retinols. And for most women in my age group, that will be a prescription product. So that'll be a prescription retinoic acid and your exfoliants if you're going to use them. A couple of times a week. The exfoliant that I love, love, love is a SkinCeuticals product. It's a glycolic acid, so it's small molecular weight, so it, it penetrates the stratum corneum really nicely, exfoliates to remove those outer dead skin cells, but it also increases the production of something called glycosaminoglycans, GAGs, oh, in your skin. You say that, just rolls off, just rolls off my tongue, right? So they're <laughs> things like hyaluronic acid, so they draw water into themselves. So actually using a good alpha-hydroxy acid judiciously will actually increase the hydration in your skin. And that's a really beautiful, that SkinCeuticals Glycolic 10 Renew Overnight, it's called. It's very, very tolerable, even for people with sensitive skin. When we fix up everything else, <laughs> then we can go in with some exfoliation. And I really love that product. And then just a kind of general purpose moisturizer. And again, the old CeraVe is thebomb.com. Just lovely, occlusive, seals everything in, all the rest of it. I'd love to ask you about eye creams. What are your thoughts oh, on eye creams? I don't bother with those. You knew the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. listeners didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can use all these products around the orbital bone of the eye. And in actual fact, you do want to take things right up. You know, we get crow's feet. It's very thin skin there. We, we actually need to get stuff up there. All that you find in eye creams are the same products that are in skincare generally in a lower amount. So if your skin can tolerate it, everything goes up around your eyes. Not on your eyelids, they're particularly sensitive and you can end up with stuff in your eyes, but certainly up to around the orbital bone. We definitely need that as we get older. And you can kind of, you can feel it with your fingers yeah, yeah, when you, you can go feel, in you there. Just, yeah, you just tap it on all the way, especially sunscreen. So you actually want to make sure you're getting sunscreen right on your eyes. And so you mentioned before that you're not really a big makeup wearer. No. And I guess that 
you know, logically comes from when you've got great skin and you're using products for your skin and for your specific needs, you know, it kind of sets you free in terms of feeling like the obligation to wear makeup. You don't feel like you want to cover up. And just about every woman that sits in front of me, when I talk to them about their skin goals, which is part of our skincare consult, we talk about specific goals, but their number one goal is usually, I don't want to wear makeup or I want to wear less makeup. I just want the freedom of not having to cover up. I think some of what happens when your skin feels better too is that kind of self-care aspect as well. When you're actually looking after your skin, it does respond nicely. But even if it's not perfect, you feel so good about yourself and you look in the mirror and you go, rocking it today. You don't feel like you want to cover that up. So it's, it's a double whammy of feeling good about your skin and looking good. Yeah. yeah. And so you mentioned that you like to just sparingly use concealer where you need it. Yeah, strategic placement, strategic. I like to call it. And so you love the Too Faced Born This Way concealer. Yeah. Yep. So I'm guessing you've tried a bunch, right? Look, I've tried a lot of makeup <laughs> over the years. You ask the girls at Mecca, Mecca Fortitude Valley. <laughs> They know me. Uh, Michelle's back. Yes, here she comes again. I feel like there's a category above level three beauty look yeah. and I'm in that. Where's your like trip to the Maldives right? or something? Right, <laughs> But concealer, yes, I've tried a bunch. I really love that one, especially for fine lines around the eyes because we all get a bit crepey around the eyes as we get older. It covers everything that you want it to cover without looking. It doesn't sit in any lines. It doesn't get cakey. But, you know, really, concealer is also a very personal thing. Some people really want to pack it on. And, you know, I just find this to be a nice kind of midway point. Yeah. Yep. And then um, you also said, uh, mentioned in the homework that I gave you, mm. that you don't really wear mascara, so you tint the lashes. No, I get extensions. Oh, extensions. Mm. I guess with your concealer, your extensions, do you do anything for your brows? They're tattooed. See, it's all like... Yeah, you know, I'm high maintenance, low maintenance, yeah. I like to call myself. Roll out of bed and go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically like that's your day makeup looks What sorted. I do do is because I guess living in Queensland, if you look too glowy, dewy. you can look yeah, dewy, especially when you sweaty. get a few hot flushes <laughs> in there, ladies, you look a bit sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit of the, I like that Ray Morris translucent. It's not even translucent. Isn't it's invisible. Isn't such a, like it's such a product that you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. But yeah. it does work because I've also tried it. Works like a charm. So it's like a, a setting, it's almost not a gel, it's like a solid waxy kind of yeah. thing. And so do you just kind of pat that over where you would put a translucent powder? Yeah. So typically you can use a little brush with it. It's in like a pan, like a pressed powder, but it's like you can look through it. It's clear. And again, that's strategic. So that's just kind of down the T. Down the T and under the the eyes. The sweaty bits. Yeah, well, you just, (laughs) you know, you want the glow on the cheek, on the high points, because that's an indicator of youth, reflection of light off the high points of your face. That's why cheekbones are so popular in the aesthetic (laughs) world. But if the whole face does it, you look yeah, I feel mm. like I'd be swiping some of that over my upper lip if I was um, well, visiting a human there's climate. That. There's that. <laughs> the other nice thing about it is that it's a little bit blurry in the pore department because as we age, our pores change shape. They sag open, not because they're trying to dispense oil, which is what pores exist to do, but what happens is as the kind of structure of the skin sags a little bit with age, the pores can sag open. So you can find in your older years 
that you start to have enlarged pores, even though your oil production as you age diminishes. So then it's nice to have a little blurry business mm. in the and of course the T zone is where all the pores are in your face, or the majority of pores are. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's so a double whammy. And then on to our spendy savey segment. Oh, spendy savey. This is the bit My where I ask part. you your expensive buy and your affordable buy. So mm. I'm gonna make you say the name of your expensive buy <laughs> because I will stuff it up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so sure. tell me, what is it? All right. <laughs> so I have this terrible secret. I go on and on about cleansers not needing to be expensive, but when I travel, I somehow or other bought a travel size of the Biologique Recherche. Yeah, I was never going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) BR, as it's known. So everyone's probably heard of the Biologique Recherche P50. P50. Yeah, which is their kind of cult exfoliant. This is one of their cleansers. It's a beautiful, creamy emulsifying cleanser called Le VIPO2. And I bought a travel size just randomly somewhere because it was a really nice size, really generous travel size, so you're not constantly having to buy Top a new up one. Things, yeah. yeah. And it's so lovely. <laughs> it's so lush and so creamy and delicious. And if it wasn't the world's most ridiculous price, I'd probably use it all the time. Because it just feels beautiful. And that's yeah. why it's too spendy. There's a that's place right. for everything. That's right. Yeah. And your savy is a really great one that you can get at the chemist, the La Roche Posay. Is it Sikaplast Balm, sixteen ninety five. And so what do you use this for? Everything. It's a great thing to have in your top drawer in the bathroom. Everyone can use it, all ages. If you inadvertently scrub your face off or acid your face off. Been or if there. You, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing you put on. This Cicoplast Balm is the most beautiful, occlusive, emollient, healing situation, fragrance-free, makes a nice face mask if you put it on, you know, decent thickness in winter. That's the stuff you go to. I always have it. I love it. On that note, thank you so much for coming in, Michelle. It's a pleasure. I have learnt so much and I feel like we really could chat for hours. Um, But thank you for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of In Her Bag. If you're after any of the products that Michelle mentioned today, all you need to do is scroll down in your podcast app or go on the website and you'll find them there in the show notes. Kelly and Lee will be back on Tuesday and I will see you next Thursday when I rummage through another person's beauty bag. See you then.